Welcome to Dare to Change, a podcast hosted by Shannon Peters and Michael Fraser. We're calling all change seekers. This podcast is for the people who want to feel empowered, inspired, and motivated to make the changes they desire in their life. On this podcast, you will find heartfelt stories, difficult truths, and insights that will allow you to level up. Join us each week as we bring you captivating conversations that will assist you in stepping into your power. You are always one decision away from a totally different life. And remember, small changes add up to huge results. Let's Let's get get it. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dare to Change podcast. I'm your host, Shannon Peters, and I'm with Michael Fraser. Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you for listening. How are you? We are fired up right now, ready to deliver you a wonderful episode. So fired up. We just did some breathing, some jumping, and we're vibing, ready to share some love with you all. Share the love. Yes, exactly. That's what the world needs. More exactly. love, everybody. If I could give you one piece of advice today and what I've learned over the last two weeks is that we were created in love and that's all we can be in this point in the evolution of humanity is love. yeah especially in these times right now right there's so much going on and so many beliefs and stories that are being told and uh fear and really we're just so divided so at this time it's like so important to be first of all love yourself super important love yourself be kind to yourself and give that love to others even if they don't believe the same thing that you believe. Um, That's what we need. That's right. I saw something on the gram um, the other day, yesterday perhaps, and I wanted to share it with you all because I found it quite beautiful. Okay, here it is. I love you for no reason. You do not have to be like me. You do not have to look like me. You do not have to think like me. You do not have to share my beliefs. You do not even have to love me. I love you for no reason. Love is who I am. Mm. Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, that's it. That's all. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it's just important to remember that like when you, we talked about this in a previous week, but when you're feeling like triggered by someone else or someone doesn't have your belief, it's something, just a sign that it's something you need to work on. So have, first of all, as I said, that self-love for yourself and acknowledge that that triggers a place. It's a sign. It's a beautiful, loving sign that you need to heal something and work on something. And instead of projecting that trigger or that pain inside of you onto the other person or people or whatever it might be, it's like actually a beautiful time to sit with yourself, which I think leads into our topic this week of, what is our topic this week, Shannon? The topic is... I guess how you can successfully navigate through these times that we are in and what has helped you and I 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, do you want to start? I think like it was great when you shared with me earlier, before we jumped on here, about how all the things, what, what did you say to me? All the things that you should, shouldn't do. What <laughs> Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, how to lower your immune system? How to lower that's what was trying to come out, but it wasn't coming out. How to lower your immune system. How to lower it. Uh yeah. Yeah, this is from Chevron333. If uh you don't know who he is, he's pretty cool. He's got a uh a, a company called Raya <laughs> R-Y-A. Is that how you would say it? Raya. Yeah. Raya Organics, the next leader in CBD and plant-based wellness. So I follow his main page. He's a pretty cool guy. I like what he says. Take it or leave it. But <laughs> he made a post a couple of days ago. Top ways to lower my immune system. So maybe we can go go down the, the line and then just give our little two cents about it. Uh, the first one, stay indoors and avoid the sun. yeah getting that fresh air is so important and connecting with nature it's like that's one of my biggest things when I'm stuck inside and I've been inside too much or I'm feeling overwhelmed it's like get out and just like breathe and let, let that fresh air hit your face get some sun and vitamin d that you need so badly especially with so much going on right now to protect your immune system so yeah, for me, that's, that's like a huge key. Like my one thing when I'm stressed and overwhelmed is like get in the mountains, get in the trees, get in the sun. That's a big piece where I just like release all that's been sort of building up within. Yeah. I, uh, I really enjoy this one also because there's something about nature that is just so calming and makes me feel connected to a greater whole. Mm. and especially like we live in Canada so the winter months we get definitely get less sun right and uh I do not believe the sun is harmful I mean yeah if you're out in the sun all day and burn yourself to a crisp of course but there's smart ways to be or go around that um but the sun is literally life-giving if we didn't have the sun we wouldn't be here like Really, we need sunlight to grow and live and prosper. So, I mean, people might say like, "You're cray cray," but I mean, people already know that about me. Um, but <laughs> I, and we'll see what happens. What I look like in like thirty years, <laughs> but I don't put sunscreen on unless I'm like, literally, I can't avoid the sun and I need to be in it all day, which is very rarely, but I don't put sunscreen on. If I do, I get an organic one that has very few ingredients because our skin is the largest organ and what we put on it seeps into our body. So, I mean, there's a, I believe there's a correlation between all of the sun cancers and the sun's can the sun cancer, the skin cancer, and sunscreen, and that has like the people um, like Johnson Johnson just got pulled off the shelves for having like cancer causing ingredients in there. So it's like, you know, 
get, get your vitamin D. Don't like anything. Don't abuse it because you know, everything in, um, big quantities obviously has a, a negative effect to it at some point. And it's like, just be, just be smart. And, uh, yeah, it's moderation. But I think it's just like the key to all this is, you know, we're in the middle of a pandemic or have been and, um, staying inside is just like, I, I remember listening to a podcast once where they talked about like the air quality that's specifically in like commercial buildings is like so unhealthy compared to the fresh air that you breathe in outside. And so like when you're in that all the time, breathing in the air, that's forced air, it's not natural fresh air, it's, it's not healthy for you. So getting out and breathing that fresh air, getting the vitamin D from the sun, letting yourself connect with nature, so important. Agreed. Second one, don't make time for meditation. Mm. I cannot personally say that when I do not, my brain is a little bit more all over the place and I'm just not like focused or centered. And it's meditation is something that has helped me through the pandemic at the beginning. It's not something that I did regularly. And when we were forced to be locked down, I'm like, okay, what else do I have to do? Let's do some meditation and breath work. And that's one thing that I will carry forever now is to start my mornings with that. And it's just just so nice. It's like, oh, (laughs) it's so nice. I can't, I can't describe it any other way. Maybe you're better at it yeah so med- I mean this is this has been like one of the biggest gifts I've been given in my life is meditation and so I can't express how important it is and I think for most people that I talk to that are new to meditation or don't really know about meditation they're like I can't stop my thoughts and it's like well meditation isn't about stopping your thoughts it's about having those thoughts and just observing them or letting them go and Uh, really, I think we live in an environment and a world, modern world right now, where it's constant, like push, 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 compare, we're on social media, we're unconsciously seeing things on TV, on, uh, on our phones, on our computer, that's just getting like, it's a never stop, you're always stimulated, you're always getting more, you're on TikTok, and things are jumping out of you, it's like stimulation, stimulation, and we don't ever give ourselves a chance to just like sit down and just be with ourselves and so if you're feeling anxiety and you're feeling stress it's like when was the last time you just sat with yourself and connected with yourself and used your breath and allowed yourself to observe what really is playing in my brain Um, because most people are not aware of you know what's been the images that are coming up or the thoughts that they're having which are making them feel the way they're feeling so meditation is huge I do it every morning I've been doing it in the evenings as of late uh, I can't express how important it is for people. Like it's so important. It transformed my life. I went from like a crazy, aggressive, angry, addictive, uh, reactive nightmare to like a very um, responsive, grounded, much more um, calm and less anxious person. So, so important. Beautiful. And don't you have some meditation courses? Uh, I used to teach meditation courses. I have a breathwork course as I find that the breath is super powerful in being able to shift your nervous system and it gives you something to focus on instead of worrying about those thoughts that you're having. So I do have a breathwork course that would help you. 
Um, That's right. Michael has a breath of the course. Go do it. It's at the beginning of the episode where you can find that. What is the website again? Just in case people didn't listen to that. The <laughs> <laughs> uh, website is www.mrfraser.ca slash breathwork. Wonderful. I highly recommend checking that out, everybody. Thanks, Shannon. Plugging <laughs> me in the middle of our, That's right. our episode today. <laughs> okay, this is the third one. Um, top ways to lower your immune system. Drink alcohol. That was marked essential. Oof. Oof. That's a biggie. Alcohol is yeah. <laughs> Alcohol what, sir? It's a depressant, so. It is a depressant, that's correct. And uh, I mean, here, I'm not here to bash alcohol. I, <laughs> I mean, I do not like it. I, uh, I don't like it, but some people really enjoy it, and some people don't abuse it. And if you don't abuse it, and it's a healthy thing that you do, I don't understand how it could be healthy. I mean, maybe a glass of wine that's like three ounces at dinner. Perhaps that's healthy, but who really does that? <laughs> we all drink more than that. So um, uh, there's this, like, <laughs> I saw, I just read all the things all the time, but the way that, the reason that they call it spirits. And I always thought it was spritz. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's actually Spirits, like that's so weird. Why would they call alcohol spirits? But it's true. Like I believe that when you take that sip or lots of sips, and or those couple bottles, yeah, and you become intoxicated, it allows other entities to enter you, and hence why you do interesting things that you probably normally wouldn't do sober. Um, yeah, I don't know if you want to add on to that at all. Yeah, alcohol is something like I get incredibly depressed and incredibly sad the day after I drink a lot. Um, so alcohol has been something that I've weaved out of my life. It's something that I'll use, you know, if I'm having a celebration or at times in my life, I'm out for dinner and want to enjoy a glass of wine or two. I will, but it's not something that I do to like, I'm going out this Friday and I'm drinking. Um, that opens up for a lot of, as you mentioned, negative things that I would normally not do would open up uh, as well as just like the next day. I feel really down and it kind of, it's over a couple days and I notice my thoughts are off and I notice I feel more anxious. So it just doesn't serve me. That's right. Like, so I think that's a great point that you just made there. It's like serving. Does it, serve yeah. you? does it make you feel like a better person? And if it does, great. Like, but uh, it's just having that awareness. I think, you yeah. know, I think a lot of people that I know I've listened to since I've backed off it is like, you know, you go into groups when everyone's drinking, they're like, they want you to drink. And so I've observed them and observe how they feel when they drink and they feel incredible for them. It kind of, it's a number. It's numbed their, you know, pain that they've had throughout their week or their day or those thoughts that they're having. So alcohol is a way to avoid that and feel good in the moment. But, you know, there's consequences in my experience of like the next day and, you know, days to come of your nervous system and uh, your thoughts and just how you feel. So if you're finding that, you know, it's serving you in some way, then um, 
I don't even want to actually say those words because I don't believe it's serving people in a way if you're consuming it more than just like a moderate amount, right? Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I have this thing that I um, saved on my phone for a few years ago. I, back in October 2018, that was right when I started to stop drinking. And it says, alcohol. There are few things that can more... <laughs> sorry. <clears throat> alcohol there are few things that can more quickly or easily lower your vibration than to drink alcohol it has been used as a tool to keep human consciousness in a lowered state for thousands of years by killing brain cells it literally weakens the connection with your higher self figuratively and are allegorically consuming you not the other way around hence the general less logical irrational unwise tendencies associated with its consumption interesting mm -hmm. it was interesting i was like i'm gonna keep that um so yeah that's all i have to say about that <laughs> if you need help and if you think alcohol is actually making your life worse there there are options for you if i can reach out to me i'm here to listen all the time all day every day let's mm. go and there are different ways to get sober you don't have to just do the aa program there are a million different things you can do so Reach out if you are feeling that you need to talk to someone. Michael and I are here. That's right. Top ways to lower your immune system. Number four, drink purified water from plastic bottles. Purified in uh, quotes. What do you think about that one? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm pretty anal about the water I drink, and I know compared to some people, I'm not that anal. Like, there's, I always make sure I'm drinking filtered water from home that I put in one of my water bottles. I don't buy plastic, purified, and also how bad is plastic for the world. Um, but I don't know, you know what, I actually don't know a ton about this topic. I just know that like drinking clean water that isn't just from your tap, that does have stuff in it, uh, is something that's important for people. And drinking enough water, so staying hydrated, because most people, I guess that's, that's where my knowledge is more on like how much water you should, or being consistent with drinking water and not being dehydrated, because dehydration leads to stress uh, and overwhelm. So, uh I'm more sort of anal about drinking water over caffeine, drinking water and, and the right water um, mm -hmm. over, you know, pop or sugar, sugary drinks or juice. That's where it's been such a big piece for myself because that's shifted how I've felt versus, you know, being anxious or overwhelmed or stimulated from um, what I'm drinking. Yeah. But what about you, Shannon? Do you oh, know much about the, oh, I'm also anal about my water and I could probably be more anal. I know there's other people that are more crazy <laughs> than I, uh, but yeah, we are like 70 whatever percent water and we need it. And uh, that's an after oxygen, like water is pretty essential for our bodies. And um, I have my water in plastic actually, but it's apparently BA free or whatever the heck, you know what I mean? It's like, do what you can. Like, of course we can't be perfect all the time, but definitely filter your water, you know, Absolutely. get it from a spring, something like that. Um, 
and I have um, a copper container that charges the water. Ooh. Yeah, I actually forgot that there was water in here and I haven't, I wonder how if it tastes now because it's been in there for a while. <laughs> Let's see. <laughs> Let's see, hold on. All right. Uh, yeah, so I saw this video about how water has energy and I, I think we've talked about this before with that Yosemoto yeah. guy talking to water and having positive words. Yeah. yeah. So about having your water being stored in like a copper container actually positively charges it. Oh. Yeah. So if you guys want to look up that, you can just Google copper containers, water. Um, but yeah, copper is a trace element um, and it plays a role um, with your body functions, like the production of energy, your brain's chemical messaging system. And uh yeah, so it says that like storing your water in copper containers allows the metal to infuse the water and thus like converting benefits to you. So if you didn't know that, go look it up. Maybe that's for you. Yeah, I can't express how important like just drinking lots of water is. It's changed like so many of my clients. It's like consuming more water every day and change like stepping away from sugar and caffeine and, and having um yeah more water every day is like a huge piece and like you said we're 70 percent water so or more, i don't even know the real percent but definitely something like that. yeah something like that uh, and it was i saw a meme it was like having a bad day drink some water excited drink some water like it's all like just drink your water people like reach for that water before you reach for something else that will, might potentially numb you out you know and go from there so uh, all right. Next on this beautiful list. <laughs> Stop ways to lower your immune system. Sit on the couch and watch my soul enter the TV. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like we all have these addictions. Uh, some people like to drink a lot. Some people like to smoke weed a lot. Some people like to you know, stare at Instagram for nine hours a day. That is an addiction. You're continually going back to your phone. Other people like to watch television. When they come home from work, they turn on the TV, they sit there all night and check out. And um, I mean, I've done this at times in my life. There's even days that I do it at times. But something that I've learned, actually, I think we both learned this. Uh, I know we both learned this, that when you watch TV, you go into a trance, specifically when you're watching television with commercials, like it's, it's, it puts you in a trance-like state very quickly, uh, which helps you check out, but really what's happening is your unconscious mind is being programmed. So it's being programmed with whatever is being said on the television, on the commercials, whatnot, and at the end of the day, these are all businesses trying to sell you their product. So it's not always in your best interest, and what's being downloaded in your unconscious brain, even if you're not aware of what's being said, it's getting in there making you believe certain things. So the more time you, know, you sit in front of that TV and you've checked out, it's the less time you've been mindful, you're not listening to your thoughts, you're not observing you know, what's actually being taken in, it's harmful for you. I also believe that it is harmful for you. Hence why I do not have a television mm. and um, probably will never get one ever. Unless the person that I'm with has one, I'll be like, okay, cool. 
Um, but I, yeah, I found that like when I did have a TV, living with a TV, yeah, it'd just be something that you turn on and just to check out. And it's like, I could be reading, I could do something more productive than be programmed by whoever the hell is programming me. So uh yeah but i will say that i did go over to a friend's house yesterday and we checked out and we watched the bachelor in paradise because <laughs> it's yeah. been a while i haven't had cable in a long time and that was like my number one like guilty pleasure show that i would watch and i don't know if you follow the bachelor but uh earlier this year the chris harrison who was like the host for like 20 years like said some stuff and like on the topic of racism and people are like cancel Chris Harrison. So there's the new hosts and last night they have like guest hosts for the bachelor in paradise. And the guest host was one of my celebrity crushes. And I was like, Oh my God, this is amazing. And you know, who want to know, I have weird fucking celebrity crushes. Who is it? David Spade. Oh my goodness. <laughs> funny so he's like I'm like oh my gosh he should just be the host because he was like literally hilarious cracking jokes at them and stuff I'm like this is what we needed we needed humor like yes. oh, it was such a guilty pleasure and I enjoyed every moment of it so uh what our coach also said it's like feel free to watch tv you can say something to yourself before you turn it on be like, what did she say like um we are unconscious mind reject anything that is not of the highest good for me yeah yeah so if you're just jumping in this is like your first episode uh a couple things i wanted to share that are like coming in while you were talking there it's like everything that we're sharing right now is just really of our belief for what's worked best for ourselves it doesn't mean that you like don't you have to like stop drinking and stop watching tv uh, but at the same time, it's like, just be mindful. This is, this conversation is to, to remind you or to open up in your own mind of like, have I spent too much time in these areas or how have I given, have I had this in moderation and how do I feel right now in my life right now? Um, but that's exactly it. When you were, what you were talking about, Shannon, was that our unconscious mind takes, uh, loves clear direction. So when you direct it clearly by saying those words that you said, it just gives it that awareness to not take in what isn't best for yourself. And when you're just sitting there in trance watching television and taking in the commercials and all that's there, uh, it's very easy for you to take in what's not good for your highest self. Well said. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> You're Next one, avoid personal interactions with family and tribe. Connection. You know what? When we grow up, they tell us like, it's good to get sleep. It's good to exercise. It's good to do these things. But like, I don't ever remember anyone telling me like, it's really good to have like good communication and like, you know, spend time with your friends and spend time. I mean, all, all we all naturally want to, when you're a little kid, you just want to be around your friends. You want to like, you know, have your parents there. You want to talk to them. Uh, we just naturally do that. But throughout our life, it gets pushed, you know, that our parents are too busy or whatever it might be that comes up. But I kind of express like how, especially when you're in a bad place, I want to back actually, this is very important. When I'm in a bad place or when I've been in a bad place in my, in my past, I, like I check out from everyone. I'm like, I don't want to see friends. I don't want to talk to my family. I just want to deal with all my problems myself. And you just go inward and let it build. And the most, the best thing you could do for yourself 
is to communicate and get around friends and get around people and get around family and celebrate each other and love. Like we started this conversation is like have love for other people and have love for yourself. Because when you can do that, just more love will grow. I don't even think I have to add to that. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. Yeah. Eat non-organic foods. Do you eat organic? I don't. Hmm. No. At times I do, um, but I don't buy organic. Um, yeah, do you? Um, I shop 95% organic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like it just tastes, you can taste the difference, especially with blueberries, because I love blueberries. Um, and then, like, my dad doesn't buy organic, and then so when I go over there and eat the blueberries, they taste different. They taste different. And oh. it's like, uh, like, I don't know. Well, like, we know that, like, GMOs are a thing. Totally. And we know that pesticides and all this stuff are, are things. And... I don't know, like maybe it could also be the placebo effect. Who knows? Uh, but at this point in time, I don't mind spending more money on foods that are organic or that are local and that are helping the planet. And I feel like that's how we're going to change the world is to vote with our dollar right now, obviously. And um, yeah, I just, I have been eating organic for a bit and I got no complaints. Mm interesting when i thought of organic originally i was thinking about like safeway but it's funny all of the veggies everything that we've been eating as of the last while has all been farmer's market which is organic okay. <laughs> uh so um yeah i would say like 60 to 70 percent of what we eat is organic or what i eat is organic um and specifically like the one big thing is that i noticed a big shift in my life is shifting even from like not specifically eating organic but just eating like food at home versus uh, cooking your food versus constantly eating out mm -hmm. like constantly eating at fast food restaurants there's such a shift in how you're going to feel and what you're putting into you because that's all full of all the chemicals when you go out and eat mm -hmm. And that's something that I want to call myself out on right now. I eat out way too much. Mm -hmm. I need to make my food at home more. And it's fun, actually, when you, when you do it, when you get into, like, a routine and you start cooking for yourself, you're like, oh, it's actually kind of fun. And then you can put love into your food. and you Feel better. Yeah. And that's something that I um, learned to, well, you know, religion and stuff, and they, like, be pray before meals. Um, I never used to do that, but, um, now I actually just like hover my hands over my food and I just connect like from the heavens and, and, um, envision like a white, like going down through into me and then into my hands and onto the food and just blessing the food and, um, thanking everybody that contributed to the plate, the food that's mm. on the plate. So like the farmers, the people that transported the food, the people that cooked the food, like so much. Um, and just giving that thanks before eating and like saying, help bless my body. Um, Love that. 
yeah, that's something that's, that's a big piece actually that I want to talk about. And I'm just going to talk about it right now because yeah. I think this is so important is that, you know, often you, you hear everywhere like write three things that you're grateful for. And people are like, I don't, I don't have anything to be grateful for. There's so much, all this shit in the world, or I'm unhappy or blah, blah, blah. There's this happened to me, blah, blah, blah. But what you just shared with us is such a beautiful mindfulness practice of when you eat something, you didn't, you didn't have to farm that food. You didn't have to spend hours planting it, uh, planting the seed, watching it grow, feeding it water, making sure there's sun, you know, growing it and then bringing it home or raising an animal, slaughtering it, putting that on your plate. It's like there's so much is put into what you just take for granted and that you just sit down and get to eat. That you just walked over to Safeway and bought at the store and brought home. So thank you for sharing that, Shannon, because that's a beautiful reminder. When I was practicing a lot of mindfulness, I used to do that with every meal. And then also while I was eating, just like notice the textures, notice each bite, what's different about it. This is a beautiful practice of like bringing yourself into the present moment and being mindful of what you're consuming, which is going to make you feel much less more, much less anxious and much more relaxed and present and loving and joyful. Presence. Yeah, that's a, a great thing just to talk about and add like presence. Like, and we've talked about it before, but like having anxiety is basically you worrying about something that hasn't happened yet or that you're thinking about that's already happened and it's taking away from the present moment. And mm -hmm. that's really the only thing that we have. The place where life truly exists is in the now, like right now here. And, um, like what's going on with the world and and a lot of people are living in fear and like oh like i i don't want my friends to die and all this stuff like that or i don't want to die and it's like you know what death is a, a natural process of our lives like we're all gonna die one day and what we don't know when that day is but like what i do know is that it's a gift right now to be here to wake up another day and to experience this life and who knows when my last day will be and it's just like what I learned last week and being in Greece because we haven't really talked about it because I went to Greece and had like the most amazing time with these people who love me unconditionally no conditions attached and just being in a space with them for like two weeks was such a, a lift in my vibration. So yes. I, it was so beautiful. And there were so many moments where I was just present and not thinking about anything else. And especially with my friend, like I had a few moments with a really dear friend of like just being present and watching the stars and laughing our heads off. <laughs> and then having to come back to Canada and the next week, like literally a week ago today, finding out that he passed away. Like, it's like, I'm so grateful for that present time I spent with him. Like what a gift. Mm. And I'll remember that forever. So it's just like presence people. <laughs> present. And a lot of these things that we're talking about, like take you out of present like exactly. watching the TV, freaking not making time for meditation, like, you know, so it's just like, yeah. if I have one thing that I could share with people is like, yeah, like be of love, tell people, show people you love them and be present with your people, be present with yourself. There's so much joy when you're present, right? You're not trying to control the future or change the past. 
which makes you feel depressed, anxious, overwhelmed, all these things, instead of just being fully present with what is. And so, like you just said, a perfect, if this is something that's new to you, it's like, well, first thing is next meal you have today, acknowledge all the beautiful textures and tastes that you're experiencing on every bite and eat slower. It's a mindfulness practice and think about where that food came from. When you go out to get that vitamin D outside on your walk, take walk in your neighborhood or wherever you are as if it was the first time you've ever seen that neighborhood, really take in all the details of the trees, of the homes. It's a beautiful mindfulness practice. And another one is just, as we talked about meditation, is just following your breath. Like simply just following that breath in and out, being mindful of your breath, how it feels, the heat and the warmth. That's a, another beautiful mindfulness practice. So. If you're feeling all the feelings lately, <laughs> mindfulness is honestly the best place to start. Mm, so great. Love you, Michael. I love you. And I'm so sorry that your dear friend passed away, but this is a beautiful message that you shared and such a beautiful example of how important it is to really be present with the people in your life, the people you love, the connection that we were talking about, your family and friends. We're so often trying to be steps ahead or, you know, want to change people. But it's like, especially with family, you know, family can be difficult and everyone has their beliefs and especially right now, what they believe and they want to push on you or whatnot. But it's just like loving people for where they're at and with what they know because they're doing the best they can with what they know. That's right. That's right. Um, it said, do not get out into nature and move your body. So we kind of already talked about nature, but the, um, I'd love to talk about moving your body. I mean, for obvious reasons. Um, but, and it was, um, I really got into, I've always been active, but when I really got into it, um, working out at home and like, I, ha I hated cardio. Like cardio was not my thing. I was like, Oh my God, my heart hurts. It's hard to breathe. Like I hate this shit. And then I just like made it a goal of mine to like, just press play every day and get through it and see how you feel. And literally that changed my whole life. It gave me, um, discipline and the integrity of being of my word to myself and showing up for myself. And, now, if I don't move my body or work out, you, you'll be able to tell because it would be way less, way more. See you and see you next Tuesday. E, you know, <laughs> I need that flow just to like, if it's dance, if it's lifting weights, it's like moving that energy because we are energetic bodies. And when we stuff stuff down and something happens and we don't actually feel our feelings or like move out of it, like it gets stuck in our bodies and that's how disease manifests. That's how cancer happens. It's like, exactly. yeah, so move your body people, move it. And it feels so good. And that's, I was like, if there was a drug that you could just pop a pill and it'd make you skinnier, it'd make your skin better. You'd freaking like, like look amazing and feel amazing everybody would take it as totally. like, that's what exercise does to you you get high off a natural high off endorphins and it's like endorphins. yeah yeah well, you know what's so funny is like while you're talking i'm thinking to myself what do we all do when we're exercising we move our body which is so important yeah. shifting energy 
we drink more water because we're breathing out. And then that's the other thing. And we breathe. We let out oxygen we bring in, or we sorry, we let out CO2. We breathe in fresh oxygen, which we need. So all of those in one, we're giving ourselves so much. And we're present. Obviously, when you're often when you're working out, yes, your mind can be sometimes in other places, but when you're working out hard, there's it's hard to be anywhere other than that hard workout. You know, um, so it does so much for you. And I'm such an advocate for exercise because everyone in my life knows if I haven't been exercising, I am a nightmare to be around. I need to shift my, my state. And such a big thing for me is, is exercise. So if you're struggling and don't know where to start, it's like, just start small. A big thing that I, uh, I read a book, not the power of habit, but, um, Ah, it's a book on habits. I can't remember the exact name at the moment, but really what he talks about is growing just 1% per day and how people, like really, if you tell yourself today or every day, focus on just going for a walk for five minutes, that's all it is. Just say to yourself, I'm going to go for a walk for five minutes. I guarantee you, you're going to hit the end of the five minutes and feel good already that you're going to want to do a longer walk. But as long as you just commit to five minutes, even anyone has five minutes to just go for a walk around the neighborhood, breathe in that fresh air. Right. But once you start that five minutes, once you get going, you want to continue because you feel good. It's the starting part. Right. We think it's like this whole we get in our head like, oh, it's all this work. But it's like, think about how good you're going to feel after because you always feel good after. Yeah. No one ever regrets workout. No. Unless they hurt themselves or something like that. But I've never regretted working out. You always feel better than when you started. Totally. Yeah. Which I think is something, I'm not sure if it's on this list, but I'd like to talk about it. It's like play. Like play, and uh, working out or an exercise doesn't have to be, you know, going to the gym and, pu- gym and pumping weights or going on a run. You can go play some basketball or kick a soccer ball around or um, dance. Like do some a wild dance in your house or in your yard <laughs> do something that's going to move energy and still bring in those endorphins yeah play is so important laughing laughter is so important important yes uh, laughter La- laughter raises your vibration and it's just a beautiful thing and you know what actually i want to touch on something when you said that the other day i was i had a client or no i was speaking at an event online event felt a little felt a little nervous and I recognized, I was thinking to myself, hmm, what's something that I haven't done in a while that's going to make me feel better? And laughter was what popped into my head. Mm-hmm. And you know what I did? I just sat there and I laughed hysterically. You know, you can just sit, you don't need something to make you laugh. You can just sit there and like start giggling oh. retardedly or weirdly to yourself <laughs> <laughs> and just go into a laugh and you're going to shift your state. <laughs> 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 yeah oh, see, you just did it you just awkwardly did it i did that feels good that's good thank you and you're smiling yeah yeah it feels good uh the next one says do not create a plan to achieve success and that's something that's going to lower your immune system that's what the list says and you know what i feel that's a, I'd say that's a fair thing to say is because like when we don't have like goals or a purpose or like a, you know, what's next, like as much as being present is awesome. We also do as human beings look forward to what is to come. 
And um, I know when I'm, when I got a goal, it's like, it kind of like, you know, gets me out of bed in the morning and gives me some sort of like purpose. Totally. Yeah, I think there's two sides to this. So there's a part of me that wants people to be mindful of like this constant push, you know, where it's like, we need to get better and better. I need to have a goal because that's a big piece in my life that led to me having anxiety, led to me actually, I would say having cancer uh, because it was constantly pressure, push, goals, push, push, push. I need to reach my goal. And I would be so stressed out because I, I had to reach it. And I think like even... A goal could be, and for everyone is different, but I think a big goal that I've learned to have is just like the goal of being well, having wellness in my life, which is everything we've spoken about today. So whenever I'm, you know, off or like I'm upset about how I'm feeling in my life or I'm triggered, it's a prime time for me to go, Kate, my goal is wellness. What can I do this week? Okay, this week I'm going to work out every day. This week I'm going to eat healthy. These I'm going to meditate longer than usual. I'm going to be observe my thoughts. I'm going to shift, you know, what I'm doing. And so that's something that's been a goal that's played a huge part of my life. That's helped me be more present. It's helped me, you know, reach those financial goals, relation with other goals that I have in my life. Um, that's just my two cents that I wanted to throw in there. I agree. It's a fine line and you want to make sure that it's not abused or like, it's like the alignment over hustle piece. It's like you totally. don't have a goal that's like so steadfast in your mind that you neglect all the other things in your life to keep you healthy. So Yeah. And well, and what you said was like the purpose, right? There's so many, I meet people, it's like they just don't have any purpose in their life. So they're showing up aimlessly. They're, they're so unconscious by drinking, by not working out, you know, all these things that are happening because they don't have something that lights them up. And I've been there many times. So I think just being, you know, a goal, even, even like a simple goal, like it's like, I'm going to make someone smile today right? Like yeah. smile at randoms on uh, when you pass someone. I'm going to like, you know, reach out to some, my goal today is to like reach out and like give someone love, give someone like, you know, connect with someone that I know needs it, that's hurting, right? When we get outside of ourselves, it's so much easier to feel better. So when we get obsessed with yourself or get so internally um, wanting to control what you do and how you think and feel, blah, blah, blah. It's like, it's just that energy grows versus when you can focus on giving love to other people, you can get that love back. Go, go goes back to giving love. Yeah. Look at that. <laughs> um, the next one is live in poverty and scarcity consciousness. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um if you'd like this is a great <laughs> self-plug for my abundance hypnosis <laughs> go to www.cleanamaste.com slash manifest <laughs> <laughs> if you'd like i'm gonna plug myself and say it out loud and then i'll say my plug <laughs> <That was great. laughs> yeah um is something that i've been definitely working on this year and and the previous year and it was something up like just about the scarcity part and I, I don't know if I've shared it in this podcast yet um but it was 
I had this story that I couldn't live on my own and I couldn't afford it. And I always had to like, you know, have my boyfriend support me. And then when we broke up and all this stuff, I was like, okay, what, what? Like, I don't want to live with my parents anymore. I love my parents. So it's like, it's time to be an adult, like grow up a little bit here, Shannon. And it's like, I'm like, I don't know where the money's coming from. The money is wherever it is right now. Um, and money is energy. And I just need to step into a person who can afford it. And I did and money just comes and you just raise the bar and like I moved out I mean with a roommate but you know like I was paying $300 at the beginning because I only thought that I could afford somewhere like I could pay $300 and then it went to $800 and then it went to $1,200 you know it's like stuff I'm like I can afford this <laughs> um, so it's like that's yeah with the, the scarcity consciousness it's just like the world is abundant look around look at nature like look at all the food like look at everything we have the world is abundant and there is enough for everybody and yes. that's all i mean just listen to the abundance. well i think this is a perfect <laughs> time for us both to like tap into a little bit of the work that we do because what you just said is such a big thing that so many people and including myself have dealt with is living beliefs about we can't live on our own. We can't be abundant. We can't make money. That money's hard. It's like, where did we all learn that? Because you didn't know that when you came out as a child, <laughs> you know, you learned that from your parents, you learned that from teachers, from your surroundings. And so as we've talked about the unconscious mind before, it's like growing up, especially before the age of seven, you're just a sponge. So you're listening to people, you're listening to your parents that are talking about money and stressing about it. You're listening to um, people that maybe you look up to or your guardians or your coaches and they're playing, uh, what they're saying is getting engraved in your brain. So as you grow older, you know, we're all basically walking around as our inner child, the seven-year-old and younger kid that has these beliefs that are made up from when you were young. It's not the truth. You are incredibly abundant. You can have whatever you desire, but you're so focused or your unconscious mind is still focused on what you believed and what the story you learned and the decision that you made back then. And so that's, you know, a big piece of the work that both Shan and I do with our coaching is helping people break those limiting beliefs and stories and creating new patterns and strategies so that they can be abundant, so that you can reach your goals, let go of these things that are holding you back, your challenges, your barriers, those conscious thoughts you're having, and unconscious, which very much so you may not be aware or you might be aware of them. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. If you are interested, DM Michael or myself, and we can give you more information to erase those limiting decisions yeah and those beliefs that you have that you're not abundant because yeah. you are yes yeah. <laughs> um we've got a few more and then we'll just wrap it up here um watch or listen to mainstream fear porn news <laughs> fear porn <laughs> um well this is something that i had taken on even before the whole pandemic situation is I just noticed that there's nothing really positive that the news ever reports on <laughs> like ever like sometimes there's a beautiful story but it's like few and far between so I just I mean people may may say that that's 
ignorance and not knowing what's going on in the world but like I'll listen to like news 1130 like kind of once a week to see what's up but I'm not constantly tuning into it every day you know what I'm saying well you know when you watch those like bachelor in paradise where they'll right before the commercial or actually at the end of the episode they're like they play they have a little scene where it's super dramatic and then it's like next week and it makes you pulls you back in so that you yeah. want to see the next episode right you know have you ever noticed it's the same thing with the news the news at the end of the day i hate to burst your bubble everyone but it's a business this is a business that wants you to come back that wants you to stay in their channel that sells advertisements have you seen all the advertising that goes on when you watch the news it's a business so what they want is to give you stories that keep you there that keep you wanting to watch it to keep you seeing it so i'm not saying that the news is a horrible thing i'm just saying when you watch it, be mindful of what you're watching and what you're taking in unconsciously. And so I do agree that it is important at times to know what's going on in the world. But continually watching the news, specifically right now, where it's like every day there's this many cases and COVID, blah, blah, blah. It's, like, it's fear. You're feeling, you're getting triggered. You're feeling fear. And that's not, well, I shouldn't say that. If that serves you, so be it. But, <laughs> does not serve me and I just want you to understand that the core of the news it is a business so everything you're hearing just be mindful of that well this goes into the next one take pharmaceutical drugs and there's there's two sides to this for sure sometimes people need it and it will serve them for a moment but there's also there's also other ways um and this is what really grinds my gears about the healthcare system. It's like the healthcare system is a reaction. Yes. Right? Like it's just a band-aid approach. They're treating whatever it is. They're not going back to um, you know, why did this actually happen? What is actually causing this? How can we prevent it? Because by doing all these things that we've talked about, this is how we prevent illness. Exactly. You know, so there are many different things you can do to not take pharmaceutical drugs. And um, they say that depression um, runs in my family. My uncle and my mom took the happy pills. I'm not sure if they, if they, my uncle still does, but like my mom's been on and off it for a long time. And I just refuse to have that narrative about myself. And then again, it's like, I have to look at my actions every day. Am I drinking alcohol that will make me depressed? Like, am I hanging around with people that don't lift me up? Am I eating the right amount of like healthy foods? Am I getting exercise, sunlight? Like that all adds up. And um, it, what makes me really sad is like seeing 18 year olds, 19 year olds, 20 year olds on these pharmaceutical drugs messing with their and younger brain. younger yeah like it's way younger these days right? messing with their brain chemistry and feeling like they need to be dependent on this it's, yes there are other ways guys yeah and like so everyone knows like i took heavy dosages of the happy pills for both depression <laughs> and the calming pills for anxiety uh heavy dosages uh, and i started taking them when i was 18 took them for 10 years straight. I still had depression. I still had anxiety. 
It wasn't until I did all the things that we just talked about. I meditated daily. I started breathing. I started eating healthy. I started exercising. I started observing my thoughts. I started talking to people that knew what they were talking about. I wasn't talking to doctors at the time that were just trying to solve the problem with a pill. I was talking to people that had strategies and patterns or could help me create new strategies and patterns and help me clear the root cause of what was causing this in my life. So I feel very strongly with meds. I think there is a time and place for them. That's very important, but something that I believe in my experience and a lot of people that I speak to is that they're not told that meds are supposed to be used for a period of time. You're not supposed to be taking these meds for years and years and years, although they'll keep pumping them to you because it's a business <laughs> again. Uh, yeah, if you were to focus on wellness while you took these medications, I'm sure in my own experience and many of my clients that medication isn't something that you'll need for a long period of time. So uh, I think just, you know, be mindful of that and um, just think about it this way. It's like, have you ever met anyone that took meds uh, for anxiety or took meds for depression and no longer has anxiety or depression? I don't know anyone. So good. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. So not knocking you if you are taking them. Like I've been there. They helped me. Uh, but I didn't, what I wasn't told was that, you know, wellness, like no one ever asked me, well, what are you eating? Like what's going on in your life? What happened when you were little? No one asked me that. I just said, oh yeah, this is an anxiety. You have generalized anxiety disorder. Here's the meds. Oh yeah. You have depression. We're going to solve the problem by giving you this high dosage. We'll try this med. If it doesn't work, let's try the next one. Engage in gossip. Oof. So guilty of this. I'm so guilty. Mm. I'll be the first to acknowledge that I've been so guilty in the past. And, you know, it's something that I didn't really realize was something that, that was a problem in my life until I took this personal development course about a year ago. And I got just caught up in so much and then got called out for it in front of a group of people. Mm -hmm. um, and it just hit me how toxic the whole thing was of me and what I was, you know, gossiping about and what I got involved in. And it made me realize how much I gossip mm -hmm. uh, or how much I did gossip and uh, how easy it is to talk about other people. And specifically when you have pain inside of you, you just want to talk about other people's problems, other people's uh, what they're doing wrong, right? You want to pinpoint that. You want to judge. I know it's a prime time to get mindful and sit with yourself and meditate and think, hmm, what am I avoiding inside of me? Because that's what was going on within me. And that was a big time in my life where I, I shifted. It was actually, this was about a year and a half ago. I shifted big time about the conversations I have and who I'm having them about. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I read something about like um, if, or I think maybe even Terry said it. She's like, only talk to the person that can do something about what you are talking about. Yes. Yeah, so good. It's like, yeah, ask yourself that the next time you open your mouth and you're about to speak, can this person do something, or are you talking about someone else and it has really nothing to do with the person that you're engaging with? Totally. Yeah. And you know what? This is a prime thing of learning to communicate because when you learn to communicate these things with the person that's made you feel uncomfortable or made you whatever it might be or that you want to gossip about, 
This is where you begin to learn how to hold boundaries, how to have difficult conversations, how to, how to express how you feel. When you can do that, oh my goodness, your life changes. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I've um, I'm guilty of that as well. Like I'm I'm not a saint. Um, but yeah, it, it, coming back to your mindfulness. And it's just like, also give yourself grace. Like if you're someone that does, it's like, okay, just be mindful and try to make a different choice next time. So. Yeah. So what's next? What's the final piece on this list, Shannon? Uh (laughs) This, the last final piece is a little, uh, what is the word? Controversial. That's right. <laughs> Believe that the system is here to save me. <laughs> because some people believe that, some people do not believe that. And we are not here telling you what you should and should not believe. We are merely here as guides, just saying information, take it or leave it. Yeah, and I think the big thing that we talked about today was love. Like no matter what side you're on or what you do believe around that, it's like the more you push your belief on other people, it's just get back to love. Get back to love. That's right. Because we both, we all bleed red. We all what? (laughs) We all bleed red. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Like meaning I am no different than you. The color skin does not make any difference like we are the the human race and we were created in love and love is what we are and we forget that a lot of the time so Mm -hmm. Mm. so really you know the message i think today that we wanted to get off to people was that there's a lot that you can do to help your immune system in the middle of this pandemic, to help you raise your vibration, to help you, you know, connect and grow yourself so that you can be, you know, safe and comfortable and feel better in who you are and how things are going and feel more in control because really the only person you can control is yourself and how you think, feel, and act. So once you take responsibility for that, you'll begin to notice your life change significantly. But when you continue to blame governments, people outside of you, your family, you know, work, whatever it might be, that turmoil is going to continue to grow. I literally had that conversation with someone this morning. Like you can't control these people that are um, choosing not to get vaccinated. And it's like, and I think that's what the whole government thing is trying to con- con- like, you know, force things on people and yes, that and the other, whatever your belief system is. Um, but at the end of the day, yeah, control kind of works the opposite way you want it to. And that we can't, we only do have control over ourselves. Mm-hmm. So it's like, worry about your damn self. Stop worrying about what other people are doing and do you. Absolutely. Yeah. And we want you to know that you're not alone. You know, if you're struggling, if you're suffering, if you've been overwhelmed, you know, we're both here for you. You can reach out, reach out to us at any time. And we're sending you our love. Lots of love. Fill yourself up with love today. 
Take some time just to breathe, to be mindful, to take things in. And just really accept that you were born in love and that you are love. Yay. Thank you, Michael. Love you. I love you. Thanks for everyone for listening in today. The long one. It was a long one. And uh, we love all of the people listening. Thank you for being here and taking time out of your day to listen to us. <laughs> Thanks. And uh, we will see you next week. See you next week. Au revoir.